Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, design titles. Our thanks to Envision for sponsoring this week's episode. follow-up we don't have follow-up <laughs> no because <laughs> Why, turns out we're, we're gonna we're gonna break the fourth wall here <laughs> and uh because of traveling reasons uh mm. we're actually recording this episode right after recording last week's episode so immediately this is, after. this is an episode out of time and so there <laughs> there is absolutely zero follow-up and yes. um, there will probably be no shout-outs. Um, we'll we'll do all of that in the next episode. Yes. So this this is this is a little bit like you know when uh, when Tim Cook started started like going on stage and like retail updates. You know what? We're doing fine. Let's just get to the, <laughs> the main the main topic of the event. Uh, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> so. We're fine. Pretty much. Thank you for all your for all your feedback. Uh, I'm sure it's been great. Uh, uh, Chevy, your uh, lengthy <laughs> notes were amazing as always. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, 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 we're good. Um, if you're listening to this by the time it comes out, I am probably like right now flying over to San Francisco from New York. So if you're around, I guess. Well, I don't know. I guess you could say hi. Uh, so no follow-up. Let's get to our main topic. Um, oh, also, by the way, I think we, we should probably uh, mention this. There was rumors, like right now in the present slash in the past, that maybe Sketch came out with a cool update. We don't know. <laughs> if that's yeah. like all Design Twitter is talking about right now, sorry, we'll talk about it next week or something. Uh, because yeah. right now that is only like rumors. We don't know. So... Yeah, if you were expecting our hot takes on whatever it's going on, well, sorry. Yeah, I'll be so disappointed if we travel back to the future to when this episode airs and nothing has been released from Sketch. Yeah, that that's probably a bad sign. So we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic of time travel. Maybe. Oh, maybe maybe now that we mention it on the show, like we've we've changed the future. Maybe now, now something completely different will happen. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what did happen? Uh, Tobias Van Schneider uh, posted this article on February 22nd, which even by today's uh, standard, it's already like, you know, we're late already. But uh, he posted this like parody satire post on um, design titles. Um, and the, the piece is titled The Truth About Design Titles. And pretty much he goes... He makes fun of these like fancy design titles that that some people have. So like senior designer, it's a designer at the age of twenty three who can't wait to retire early, <laughs> or or like uh, UX designer, someone who can't design anything visually but has all the confidence to tell others how to do it right. Uh, you can easily spot them with their overuse of hashtags, hashtags UX, hashtag UX for life, um, and he goes on and on. So like the the post is funny uh and like you know as in almost 
all satire. There's some truth to it, and that's why it's funny. <laughs> um, but so, uh, why not? Why don't we talk about design titles and like, are they important? Are they, do they matter? Do they mean anything? Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it. Back to you. Kevin. All right. Well, so my first question is: uh, I think we should get that out of the way. Do we do we have titles? We like me and you personally. Yeah. Um, and do you? So I think like officially I do. Um, officially, I think I am a product designer. <laughs> what about you? Uh, yep. Uh, we do a Shopify. Um, it, as funny as it might sound, this started maybe four years ago, and before we didn't really it was like well everyone does whatever they do <laughs> like people had like a vague sense of like oh yeah this person's a designer oh yeah this person's a developer but um it became much more of a thing um in the last like four years um so yeah we do have titles at shopify um i mean the actual title doesn't really matter but i'm a design lead um i know some companies like have really intense titles of like you're a designer level one, you're a designer level two, you're like a staff designer. Mm-hmm. You're, and I, uh, I've never been in a company where there's like that many kind of levels. Um, but yeah, I, I think it depends based on, on the organization. Uh, so, okay. Titles. <laughs> I feel like one thing we should probably talk about is why they they could be useful. Um, okay. Because I, on, like, there has to be a reason why, <laughs> you know, um, like, like, I'd say most companies probably have titles. Um, and so why are companies driven to that format? Okay. I would say that uh, most likely the reason there are titles in companies is to make it clear to uh, the employee and to the rest of the company what is expected from this person. So by that, like, you know, are you a designer or a developer, right? Like an engineer <laughs> or a manager or a product manager, whatever. Let's start there just to tell you exactly what kind of things you do. And then if you're on a team with, let's say, a lot of designers, some of this, like, appending you know junior senior or like something lead or a manager you know it also helps put in perspective exactly where you are and kind of like what kind of responsibilities you have um so that is you know there's value there i think a lot of people struggle with this well i think design titles well not just in design but like titles in general have a bad rep for i would say for two reasons First, every company has their own like meaning uh, attributed to their titles. So you can't say like a product designer in one company uh, does exactly the same thing as a product designer yeah. in another company. And so that's one. And so people like compare themselves with other people with the same title at other companies. And so it's like, wait a minute, but I do way more. Wait a minute, I've been, that person over there is a senior, but I'm not here, you know, and that's, like that, that comparison can be toxic. It can be dangerous. Um, and and second is like you know whether or not we like it. Um, historically, there's this notion 
of like how much are you paid you know how important are you in a company um so it's kind of like maybe ego maybe like self-worth um like the example i just gave like someone is a senior over there and usually it's accompanied by um like a, a a better paycheck if someone is a junior usually right and so you start making these comparisons and you start you start like comparing yourself and what you're worth with other people so that's kind of well one thing you didn't mention is that um titles are actually helpful in evaluating uh like just teams and how people are doing um because it's it's it allows you to set like okay here as you mentioned like here are the expectations but it also allows you to say okay well these people like we expect them to be roughly at the same level so let's see how they compare to each other and so that way we can see like who's performing really well and who's maybe performing below what the expectations are so that's kind of one benefit there um mm -hmm. another one I i'd say and that's that's something that we found uh going from largely no titles to having titles is that and that was something that we didn't realize at first but titles are kind of an important part of recognizing the impact that people are having so in an ideal world people don't need like a special medal or a spe special like title to know when they're doing things right and to know that that like get congratulated on what they're doing in reality um like that kind of title evolution <laughs> um really helps like tell people hey you've been doing an amazing job and we're going to recognize that that means now you're like at that level um you went from a, a junior designer to now being a senior designer and usually the the title changes are announced publicly so people will say oh i'm happy to announce that so and so is now a senior designer they've done all these amazing things and then people will will then congratulate the person on their promotion or title change and that whole thing i think is like an important thing for for team members and just overall happiness of feeling and knowing that you're getting better at what you do and people are seeing that and recognizing it even if like between you and i like it's it's kind of silly you know <laughs> like like i said like you shouldn't need that but in reality people sort of do um mm -hmm. and and one thing we've seen too is um people that are you like some some people in in certain industries are more used to titles than others um and so we've actually found that people either if they're coming from like big agencies or people with that have been in the field for a longer time tend to care more about titles and when they're considering jobs uh if they're looking at a job at shopify where it's like well everyone's called a designer and they have like a a creative director or, or design director role at another company it's actually less appealing to them to join our company even if theoretically they do the same thing at both places 
So interesting. So in a certain way, like when recruiting, uh, titles are a useful tool. It, like it's something that people basically compare with different companies. So mm-hmm. when you do not have that, um, it's sometimes more difficult. I, I wouldn't say that that means all companies need titles. Like I think you can make a good case for why you don't have titles and you're going to attract the people that this appeals to them. Um, but um, another thing is like tied to the expectation piece piece is that, well, people want to know what to apply and what kind of skill levels you need. Uh, and so having like a clear distinction of, okay, well, we're looking for some junior people. We're looking for some senior people allows people to like kind of filter themselves and like classify themselves in Mm -hmm. more or less the right bucket. And typically we'll then rearrange people if we, we think that they didn't assess themselves properly. Um, but that's also like a helpful tool when, when recruiting. No, absolutely. I don't got to touch on recruiting. Uh, I want to, Get, go back there in a second but um i also want to say that for a lot of people and this is kind of obvious the title is almost like a rank you know like a like a in the army you know like <laughs> how many people do you have below you if that makes sense like in a hierarchy mm. ladder, corporate hierarchy ladder no that's a lot of, especially for like more senior people like wait a minute i was a vp here in this company but now i'm going to be just a manager there you know Mm, right regardless of what you're going to do like in practice in your day-to-day responsibilities there's that sense you know like you don't want to be downgraded in the chain of command and this this sounds (laughs) dirty and i kind of is but it's it's a reality um so anyway going back to that to that recruiting thing that is very true like we at netlify recently or i guess presently (laughs) like still going through it (laughs) We've had to uh, tweak a lot of the, like the open position that we have, um, and I mean we've talked about it here on the show. We're looking for someone to join, uh, mostly on the marketing side, take take care of the brand and the marketing side and all that. But um, so we start by by having a position for a communications designer because that's usually what it's entailed. Um, but then we got like a lot of weird applicants. Like, wait, no, you don't even anyway it's just like you know i'm a copywriter or something it would fall in that category mm-hmm. so we have to be more specific like okay well web designer i hate that title but we tried that and then we got a lot of junior people so, you know what senior web designer it's <laughs> it's tricky because this means a lot of different things like yeah uh, for example at shopify i know you're a design lead usually a design lead is someone who leads a team but for a lot of other companies, a design lead is still an IC, and uh, yeah, what yeah, what Shopify much. calls a design lead, we would call like a design manager. So, like, it it's really like it depends a lot on like like there's no universal truth about what a title entails. Um, and for me personally, when I can have control over what I what what my title is to a certain extent. Um, like I try to be as generic as possible, just first because I don't want to sound silly. You know, UI slash UX designer. It to me it does sound silly, like you're trying too hard. Um, <laughs> so I, I think uh, I think officially I'm a product designer because I, I mostly focus on products. But you know, 
in reality, in practice, I do a lot of marketing and I do a lot of other things not related to product. So I would call myself a designer, right? Which is mm-hmm. also very generic, maybe <laughs> too generic. But, you know, like, why are we being super specific? Especially, True. and I see this a lot, especially in small teams in where you pretty much have to do everything. I, I mm. do some front-end work. Should I be called a product designer mm-hmm. and front-end engineer? Right. So, you okay. Know? So, I have a rant about titles. Uh, okay. But first, tell us about something that's awesome. I will gladly. This week's episode is brought to you once again by Envision. What's Envision, you ask? Oh, come on. Uh, Envision is the digital product design platform used to make the world's best customer experiences. Uh, Envision provides design tools and educational resources for teams to navigate every stage of the product design process from ideation to development. More than, you want to guess, 3.5 million people use Envision nowadays to create a repeatable and streamlined design workflow. Uh, rapidly design and prototype products before writing any code and collaborate across their entire organization. Um, 3.5 million people, that's a lot of people. And uh, not just people, also those people sometimes work at companies. So companies like Airbnb, Amazon, HBO, Netflix, Nike, Slack, Starbucks, Uber, also Shopify, all of these like random companies, they, they use Envision. They know what's up. So, Envision helps companies design better products faster. This sounds cool. You don't use Envision currently at your company. What are you doing? You can sign up and you can see all their offers uh, at envisionapp.com on the web. So, if you're listening to this right now, you don't use Envision, come on. Go to envisionapp.com to learn more. And uh, our thanks to Envision for sponsoring Layout. Okay. Back to the show. So I was teasing people uh, <laughs> that I have a rant about, about titles. So knowing mm-hmm. everything that we said, like everything that we said before is true. Um, like <laughs> those are the positive sides of titles. But <laughs> there you go. Titles are so bullshit. <laughs> titles don't mean anything. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Like I think the best thing you could possibly do as a person is just completely ignore any sort of titles like it should like it shouldn't change like go talk to your vp like it's uh, a peer like it doesn't like there's no there should be no hierarchy when you're inside the team like everyone should be able to talk to one another you shouldn't even know that the person is like the director of whatever everyone should be equal and be able to freely discuss ideas and honestly, if you think too much about your title, that is going to limit the kind of impact and the kind of work that you're going to be doing. And one thing that I've been doing is like completely ignoring what I like, what I'm technically supposed to do and do whatever the heck. <laughs> Great advice, Kevin. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing. Um, <laughs> hey, look, I've been doing things that are like considered product management. I've been doing front end development. I've been doing some kind of back end, although I'm terrible at it. So not too much. Like, who cares? It doesn't matter. In my opinion, like one of the good ways to have a lot of impact and and do what need is is to do what needs to be done and and for me that's how i see what i do is sure design is my strength but i will do whatever needs to happen in order to ship good products 
And sometimes that means me being in Sketch, although I have amazing designers on my team, so I don't need to do that really these days. Um, but sometimes it means I need to be involved on product decisions and I will just do that. And I feel like if I look at my title too much, I, I just wouldn't. And that to me is what bothers me about titles is that it puts people in boxes. It makes people feel like, oh, well, you're an intern. Like you shouldn't be giving feedback to a lead or a senior designer. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like who cares? This is just made up. So yeah. Ignore I agree titles. 100%. <laughs> I agree 100%. And that's why like we, a lot of us, like, are very snarky <laughs> and that's why Tobias Van Schneider wrote this part wrote this article right it's like it's a bunch of bullshit uh <laughs> so there's some value you know uh, especially for people outside of the company or not really outside but like accounting and stuff you know you have to put these people in boxes because you have to uh but in day-to-day you shouldn't so yeah <laughs> yep okay <laughs> That's a good place to end it, I think. <laughs> By the way, what's my title here in Layout? Am I a co-host? Huh? Layout co-host? Oh. But I also <laughs> edit. You're, you're, do, you, do you listen to Hello Internet? Uh, not really. <laughs> you're like... You're, so they've had that exact same conversation on Hello Internet. And <laughs> uh, a great podcast. You should listen to it if you don't um this is probably one of my favorite podcasts of all time um and so you have cgp gray and brady heron uh and (laughs) brady was was talking about that it was like i don't feel like co-host is right for us he's like you're more of like you're the main host and then i'm also i happen to be here so he's like i'm kind of the vice host (laughs) 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 and you're the host so I don't know who would be the vice host. I feel like like we're pretty even. We're pretty equal. Mm. So I I would go for co-host. I would say you probably have a stronger voice. Um, <laughs> I'm I, I try to direct the, the show a little bit, but you add the hot takes. Well, I'm just know. like I don't know. <laughs> you also have some some um, shower hot takes. Sometimes <laughs> hot, shower takes. <laughs> hot shower takes. Hot shower takes. Show title. <laughs> Ah. Someone write this down. Okay, let's do... Uh, we're going to talk about Black Panther in just a while, but uh, for people who don't care about that, we're going to leave it at the end. So, recommendations. Do you want to start? Yes. Okay, so my recommendation is a bit of a weird recommendation this week, and it's just its Instagram account. <laughs> uh, and it's called <laughs> okay. Type Type. It's type, type underscore underscore type. Oh, why you do this? <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's going to be a link Especially in the Especially for, for like those fonts that have like ligatures. So if you type two underscores, it only looks yep, like one. It just looks like one, one bar. It's um, like impossible to you, for you to tell anyway. Yeah. So, so this is an Instagram account. Um, surprisingly, it has 20,000 followers. <laughs> so Dang. a lot of people know about it. Um, and basically all it does is it posts about cool fonts and cool typefaces um and they're they always pick like clever new fonts that i've never seen before um and the way that they lay them out they use the collections feature in instagram um i don't know if that's the right way to to say it but um and show basically different uses of the fonts um 
And I just find this account so great and so inspiring. If I'm looking for for new fonts or just inspiration for for work, I always go through and kind of like look at the different options that they have there. Uh, I really like it. So check it out. Boom. My recommendation is a recommendation for Doctor Who fans. Where are my Whovians? Um, I don't know <laughs> how Whovians, many fans. Is that a thing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've talked about this podcast uh, a lot in this show, I think. It was definitely one of my layouts. It won a layout. I don't know if this year or the year before. Um, it's Imaginary Worlds. It's basically a podcast about a fantasy sci-fi nerdy uh things uh but they they ran a three episode series on doctor who um so like one episode talking about the doctor another uh, episode about, about a companion and a third one and the final one about daleks and like the monsters the villains uh and it's amazing as a fan like i just could relate so much to to what the show like to the storytelling to how important this show it is for us fans and all it's it was awesome so that is my recommendation i'm gonna put links in the show notes to listen to all that so if you're a doctor who fan um uh, i don't know that many doctor who fans i know some but uh, i never i never met like a casual doctor who fan like if you're a doctor who fan you're a fan (laughs) you know so if you're one of those for the three of us um check out this uh this podcast all right, um, so that's it for this show, uh, the design part of it, I guess. Uh, you can continue the discussion at spectrum.chat. We're going to put links in the show notes. We have a post there, as always. Thanks, Sarah. Um, you can follow us on the Twitter. We are at LayoutFM. I am at Rafa Hari. Kevin is at Vernal Kick. And uh, no shout-outs because, you know, we're recording this in the past. So, I don't know. Um, you can find the show notes and links to everything we talked about, links to all the other episodes, links to subscribe and all the podcast apps of choice, and links to buy stickers. That's the thing we do. You can buy stickers from us at like whatever it costs us to send it to you. So, you know, we're not doing this for profit, for sure. Six dollars. I haven't seen that. Six dollars. Free shipping. Six dollars. Free shipping. That's it. Boom. And, uh, is stickers in a personalized thank you note? It's Canadian dollars, too, so effectively nothing in us dollars so uh, you can do so at our website um layout.fm on the webs this episode is sponsored by envision once again thanks so much to envision for sponsoring our show and uh, we are also part of the spec fm network so if you're looking for more shows to listen to uh ranging from design to technology and all that you can do so at spec.fm to the upside down okay black panther um, finally sorry we're kind of late to this to the party uh we're gonna talk about this movie uh if you haven't seen black panther what are you doing stop you know 
<laughs> stop listening because we're going to spoil the crap out of this movie. Uh, but if you if you seen it and you enjoyed it, um, stick around. Kevin, I have... Wait, wait, wait. wait. If you've seen it and you don't enjoy it, you should also stick around because you're wrong. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm actually like increasingly curious about your take on this movie because you're like the Same. Marvel expert in my life. Uh, <laughs> and you don't seem that stoked about it. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Okay. Like, what, what, what is your opening statement? Opening statement. So Black Panther is a Marvel movie. Um, it's a Marvel movie uh, in a, a weird schedule in the release of like Marvel movies because we have uh, a, the Avengers movie coming in like pretty soon, like a, two months or so. Um, and we just had Thor, like, you know. Anyway, it's in a weird uh, schedule. Um, February is usually a very like slow month for movies. Um also, this is a character, Black Panther, is not a super popular Marvel superhero. Um, and this is like its own first movie. Um, this is a character that it has been introduced to us in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we first seen it um, on Captain America Civil War. And it was also like the like the origin story almost um, to this character. Um, and so, like... It has all of the ingredients to be an okay movie. And usually at these like not so popular superhero movies is where Marvel has the most confident to explore a little. So Gardens of the Galaxy as an example, it was it's an IP that no one really knows about. I didn't know about uh, Gardens of the Galaxy and it was an amazing movie. Ant-Man was another one like not so popular hero um but it was a super funny movie. And so Black Panther I was expecting something like a different kind of movie, right? Um, with that said, of course, there's like the obvious elephant in the room that for for people of color, like for black people, this movie is very special and it carries something else extra that uh, I don't relate, right? So like finally you have a superhero, like a black superhero that you can relate to. And like if you're you know, a person of color. So that, that is like super cool. And I think it's super special. Um, yeah. It's funny to say, but, that, to hear that, like you feel like you don't relate. Cause for me, even if like, obviously the main, the characters in, in this movie aren't like me, but I feel like I can, I get the excitement from people who do not look like me to see themselves on screen like i just find that absolutely really amazing and super cool even if like it's it's not me i'm like so happy you know for for all of these people who can finally see yeah like yeah. this is just this is a superhero movie and most of the people are black you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I Absolutely. can feel that excitement. And to me, it raises a question, um, which is, can you separate the significance of this movie in the real world from the movie in and of itself? And I think that's kind of the, the number one question that I've been asking myself about this movie. and. I, the way that I come down on this is 
it's really hard <laughs> to se- to separate like what is actually in the movie and just like what it means, how it's um like changing I'd say culture in a lot of ways. Um but ultimately, I think that yes, this is a very important movie. Yes, this movie is like doing really like great things for representation of different people on screen. Uh but I think this is also a great movie. Um right. So just to finish my thoughts, like with and thank you for that. Like yes, absolutely. I think I am able to like also judge this movie judge it all feels dirty, but you know, like think about this movie with that context aside mm-hmm. a little bit because yeah. i i wasn't really like i wasn't it didn't play a huge part like the diversity of the cast in like in just you know as a superhero you know immediately this was these were like amazing people doing amazing things yeah. extraordinary things yeah, superheroes exactly. i was watching a superhero movie right i was not watching a black superhero movie if that makes sense um so with that said i think this movie is a very cool marvel movie um it was good. It had flaws. We can talk about those. Um, I think it was very ambitious in a way. And like, for the most part, it did a good job. It was a cool movie. Um, the one thing that is like, that is intriguing me, and I'm glad I could talk to you about this, is like, okay, diversity aside, and, you know, diversity and inclusion aside, if you take that, this is a superhero movie. It's a Marvel mm-hmm. superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It's a very, actually, classic, you know, I just mentioned how Gardens of the Galaxy tried something completely new. Ant-Man is like a comedy movie. This is a very straightforward superhero movie. Um, so why, like, you that usually don't appreciate, don't enjoy superhero movies, how come you enjoyed this one? Right? Yeah, that is a very good question. Um, and it actually made me think, maybe i should then consider watching other marvel movies <laughs> um so i would say like the most probably the most depressing thing of this this whole whole thing is like going to the theater and having to sit through the the trailers for the other marvel movies that all seems so awful to me <laughs> all seems so bad um there's so much like cross references and like yes. here's like the th- the thing that like you you know about but like huh huh like are you seeing this like oh look at how awesome this is gonna be like <laughs> it's, it's just like so much and it's like like I don't know for me it's all it all looks the same <laughs> um and I, I like for example. I did see and like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, mm-hmm. like I have seen some Marvel movies, um, but to me, I think it's maybe that either it's through the trailers or something like that. Like maybe if I actually did sit down and watch the movies that I would enjoy them, but I feel like seeing the trailers, it did not make me want to just watch the movie. And I have seen the Black Panther trailer, and based off of that trailer alone, I don't think I would have went and seen this movie either. Um, <laughs> it really didn't seem appealing to me. 
So, I really don't want to make an aside, a big aside about right. Marvel movies in general. This, that's just the one thing that I, I feel like it's still missing from you. And yes, it can be off-putting all the like hints and references like that you're kind of missing. For me, it's too commercialized. One, right. Like, just like milking I, the cow as much as you can. Here's the thing. Like Marvel created the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which starting with Iron Man in 2010, I believe, hmm. um, or 2008, a while back, <laughs> started there. And so they're creating this shared universe of movies, and there's a shit ton of movies now. And yeah. that was something new at the time. Yeah, like, for we haven't me, seen this is that where in a lot of these movies break down, by the way, <laughs> where like I can maybe suspend disbelief and and believe that each of the character like lives in its own universe when you put all of them together in the same world that's where it's like oh i don't know about this no that's when it's awesome like a lot of a lot of companies are trying to do this as well like we're just going to have a kong versus godzilla why because they're building this universe as well no i definitely don't want that all like it allows you for stuff that you wouldn't be allowed like to character development throughout six movies, right? That's something new you can explore and do. It also builds like this, you know, this connection to all the characters for a long time. Like it's very important. Like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. We've been, I've been living with this character for so long. Um, and yes, all Marvel movies kind of have to follow the same structure. And I think that's, it contributes to the, like, to the, like, you know, cookie, cutter type of like commercialized um thing but you could say the same for star wars someone who is not a fan of star wars can come up and say you know what all star movies like it's kind of the same yes and that's not necessarily a bad thing yes marvel movies are very like you know (laughs) they follow the same rules and they kind of look alike but that's that's just how a marvel movie is and you can tell a lot of different stories and a lot of different characters using that same format um Shit, we're supposed to talk about Black Panther. Uh, we have uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> um, anyway, and like Avengers, like the the movies in where all characters are together, and it's com- there's one coming up soon. That's like that's like stopping points for the this universe. You have like 10 movies all leading up to this one Avengers movie. And yes, if you watch just an Avengers movie without all the context, it kind of looks like weird. Like, what are all these crazy flying dudes killing aliens? <laughs> like, it works best if you if you share that context and all the previous work. Um, anyway, that's kind of me defending Marvel movies. Anywho, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's, should... that's fair enough. I just, yeah. Like, the things I think you like about it are the things I don't like about it. <laughs> but, well, if you like Black Panther... There's a lot of great superhero movies as well that I can, I can you know point you to. Mm-hmm. Anywho, let's go back to Black um, Panther. Um, I, I have a question. Well, I have my a question. bar, like overall, I'd say like to just close out the chapter on Marvel is my bar is very low for Marvel movies. <laughs> Basically, went in with very low expectations. Although I had seen that some people had like it, liked it, but. Um, I was, and I went in with very high expectations. I was expecting this, like, okay, this is going to be just more or less like a dumb superhero movie with, obviously, like, <laughs> um, a different cast than maybe you're used to, but, um, but yeah, that it would still be the same. But it wasn't. Um, so I have a question for you. You that, you know, you didn't have all the Marvel context. 
Uh, I assume you were not really familiar with the character, the comic nope. book character. Um, and this is touching on, I believe, like one of the one of the weak points of this movie. How do you feel about like character development and like because this was kind of an origin story a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, did you feel that were you satisfied with the amount of like information that was given to you about this character, about this world? I would say yes. Um, hmm. knowing that maybe there is more information about him that I don't know about. Um, I'd say like, I could definitely see going. So basically our main character goes from, well, one, his father dying to him having to become the king. And he's not really a great king. <laughs> like he's not a good fighter. He doesn't really know how to rule. Um, and having this uh, admiration and that, um, yeah, that respect for his father and thinking that he can't, probably can't do this to realizing, well, you know, my father, while he was great, he wasn't perfect and he made mistakes and he was wrong in some ways. And I'm my own person and I need to follow what I believe. And and that's what Wakanda deserves is a true leader who's not trying to follow in the footsteps of those who came before him and make his own decisions for what is right today uh, and then make actions based on that. So I actually thought like to me, that was like a pretty complex character development here. and. I could completely follow like from beginning to end, like that whole transition. Interesting. Um, okay. And there's okay, many other characters that also have arcs in, in this movie that I thought right. were, were well done. Um, like for example, Interesting. I Michael don't... <laughs> B. Jordan was like really great. Okay. Um, like this was a very crowded uh, cast. There was a lot of characters and a yes. lot of arcs and stuff. Uh, and by the way, this is probably my favorite Marvel movie cast ever. I love the cast. I think it was all the on actors point are so amazing. Character. Um, I uh, and by the way, MVP to Letitia Wright, uh, Shuri, favorite character. Yeah. Movie. Oh my god, <laughs> she was amazing. Um, but I felt like uh, where the movie felt a bit short on me was like it tried too much, like shoving too many character arcs and all. And then a lot of characters just felt like pointless or like something was missing or they tried too hard. Like and it was no easy task by any means. Like, you know, which one? Like, uh, so for example, the, the first bad guy <laughs> um, played by um, Gollum, Andy Serkis. <laughs> Um, it was a very interesting bad guy in the beginning, but it kind of like fell short. Like it, it felt it died too early, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and I guess it was you were building this character up, and it was a very interesting character, kinda. But uh, then was Michael B. Jordan's character, I think so. There was there was uh, there was a potential there. Um, and also mm-hmm. uh, Lupita Nyong's character Nakia, I felt like there was so much more there to explore. Like yes, yeah. she didn't really want to. That's be why there there's going to be a next movie. But it's like it. They tried too hard and didn't deliver in every character. <laughs> I think there was just a bit too much. Like, do we did we really needed half of the movie to have 
Andy Serkis bad guy just so Michael B. Jordan like could take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, we really that, that? that character was kind of meh. Um right. and I and to me like it's that's probably the biggest flaw of the movie for me. It's the whole like <laughs> beginning part, which was pretty long. I think it was like thirty to forty five minutes. Like that right. whole part is like really slow until we actually get to the crux of the movie um so yeah i i think his character could have been a bit tighter i'm honestly i'm fine i actually like that he he got killed because he was just like not an interesting character and he doesn't matter like he's just he's just like a, a an arms so dealer would, basically he didn't like, like that he was killed he liked that you would prefer that he didn't even exist in the first well, place well I would have almost like I'm fine with him existing. I think they could have killed him off earlier, basically. Like just mm-hmm. give him less screen time, less importance. Like fine, like keep it keep him in um cuz he has like I feel like he has still an important role as setting up a bunch of things. Um <clears throat> and and being sort of our our first like practice villain <laughs> uh until we get to to the real villain. And and one of the things that I found kind of interesting is that, well, at first it seems like, okay, like I get this, like I like 1000% accepted it, but it was like, okay, they're going to have like all these amazing uh, black superheroes and, and then the bad guy is going to be a white guy, you know, like, and it's like, okay, like interesting, like fine. Um, but then it's like no like he's not the ultimate bad guy like the bad guy is also someone from Mm -hmm. wakanda which is uh the character played by michael b jordan which is like to me makes this even more interesting um and so i i i can see where you're coming from like that this maybe wasn't the best character but i didn't find myself thinking this this guy should have been written out. I think maybe he should have gotten less screen time um, and maybe right. a bit tighter dialogues and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's. I'm glad I prefaced this with just saying like I love this movie. I really enjoyed it, and so that's why I'm nitpicking, right? Because right. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um Like my my girlfriend pointed out to me that uh, I didn't even see it, but I kind of agree. Like there were a lot of repeated motifs. Like we saw like twice or three times the like duel in the water in the waterfall thing yeah we saw like three four times like um you know um the chalas in the whatever you want to call limbo heaven when he died but not really like we saw a lot of repeated Mm -hmm. um set pieces in like motifs um so the, the the movie felt like three loops basically had the first loop Getting to you know being crowned a king. There's a duel. Never mind. You win. Fine. There's a next loop. Like, oh, there's a duel. Whatever. And you kind of lost. And then there's a third loop. Like, oh, there's a duel again. And you kind of win again. It's like, um, right. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. One thing that I like there with the fights is how the movie establishes very early on that our main character, like the the king, the Black Panther, he's not really great. Like, he's not a good fighter. Like, he's he's fighting this this guy but like it doesn't seem like he's winning by a lot (laughs) it seemed like he got lucky there and almost didn't win so 
when when the other guy like uh killmonger um like comes you're like oh god like he's gonna get destroyed and he does get destroyed right (laughs) like and to to me that's another thing that i love about this like a a kind of small uh, change in what you're used to seeing and maybe that's because i haven't seen a lot of marvel movies recently but like i feel like a lot of movies that you see in the past it's like well the main character is awesome and great at everything and you know he's not gonna die (laughs) you know nothing's gonna happen to him so that was a nice change and for me um and i forget the names i (laughs) i apologize for that but um you know the uh red the woman who was the red guard yeah um do you remember yeah uh she was so awesome like she was badass badass yeah and like for me like she was the character i was rooting for i was like she's amazing like she's so cool in everything that she does and she doesn't need the king like she doesn't need him at all and there's there's this moment where um when they're fighting uh claw um in this like sort of club um casino oh, yeah, type yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Um and and like she and um Lupita they're like leaving Nakia. and they're like Nakia. oh wait a minute like should we wait for him? And they're like uh he'll be fine like yeah <laughs> but basically like they have this moment of like oh yeah like we should probably like be protecting him but whatever you know like we gotta keep going and I just like these these little small details where it's like yeah he might be the king but there's and with her character arc too like he might be the the king but they they raise this interesting question of like her ultimate responsibility is protecting wakanda mm-hmm. even though like she is fr- like friends with him it like her allegiance lies with wakanda and doing like quote-unquote what's good for right. for the country and then like raises the questions of like well is that what's right for the country like should you rebel if you don't agree with the person that's in power like that's another to me like another really interesting message that i would have never expected a, mar- a, mov- a marvel movie to address and talk about and to me like it was so obvious like that you could draw clear parallels to what's happening with politics in the United States, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it was like, wow, like through this action superhero movie, they're able to talk about these subjects that are so key to politics right now. I found that extremely impressive. Even at the end, like, you know, staring at facing the, her lover you know, it's like, no, oh, yeah, I will totally kill you. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, um, that yeah, was awesome. And, and also, he backs like, down, and like, it's like a kind of unknown. You don't know, like, he, you're like, oh, he loves her, so he's not going to do that. But <laughs> I also feel like she would kill him. Like, he would, yeah, oh, yeah. He, would, <laughs> she totally he wouldn't would. last a second. Like, she would destroy him. Like, no question here, you know? Yeah. And I thought that added so much to, to the movie. And let's shout out to Shuri, my MVP. She's she's a woman. She's the funniest. 
She's the smartest. She gets she she made all the tech. Yeah. She owns everything. She's awesome. I kind of want to see like a movie just about her. Like she was awesome. Yeah. My favorite character. Me too. Like she's making all these amazing things. Like all the technology is all her. Like uh and and that was one thing that was interesting again going back to the fact that the king is not the interesting character. Like we like more or less do not care when he sort of fake died. I was sort of on board with like, yeah, you know what? Like, let's just continue with the other characters. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, I, I enjoyed that. I didn't feel like, oh, like the our main character is lame. I felt like, no, like you're not always going to get the amazing king who's great at yeah. everything. It's like these characters can stand on their own. And the fact that these characters were all women was even more awesome, in my opinion. Yeah um so let's see oh yeah uh <laughs> i'm i'm going through my list to make sure i didn't forget anything um you know the the moment where um they the black panther like sort of comes back to life and they're talking with this like king of the north that's how i call him yeah. <laughs> basically um and there's uh what's his name the white guy <laughs> It was like, hey, uh, I want to tell you about and and the 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 other king is like, shut up! <laughs> I swear yeah. to God, people started clapping in the theater, and I was like, you know what? Yes, shut the hell up. <laughs> that was like another like really great moment in in the movie. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. So talking about the the sister. She's like funny. She's smart. Um, I love the idea of the remote controlled ships. <laughs> I was like, yeah. holy shit. How does like, no, I haven't seen any other movie have this. Like this makes uh, so much sense. Why would you have people be in those ships when they can be remote controlled? Like this is so much safer. This is so smart and it makes everything else look dumb. Sorry. Gardens of the Galaxy 2. It's there. Oh, okay. I have. I I didn't remember it from Guardians of the Galaxy, but I was like, yes, this is this makes yeah. so much sense. This is so smart. There were no communication problems. They were able to like call each other <laughs> very easily. No lag. I was like, yeah. thank God, this is not one of these other movies. Uh, the last piece that I thought was amazing was the whole like ending of the story where. I think it touched on something, this idea of, say your society is perfect. Like, should you block and prevent other people from entering? Mm, and yeah. they kind of have that dilemma and decide ultimately, no. Like, we, they're like, it's sort of this weird reversal of like being presented with like sort of what America and Trump wants to do and, and be like, he thinks America is better than everyone else. And therefore, we must keep America like how it is and prevent people from entering and they're presenting with presented with the same choice and decide you know what no this is not worth it and we're gonna like share a technology with the rest yeah. of the world i was like holy crap this is amazing this is so cool <laughs> and i loved it so this is great love this movie that's a good way to end it amazing movie 
Yeah. With its flaws, but again, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was able to look over most of them, like even at the beginning where um with the fodder and like they they play like a, a PowerPoint presentation to see like what's going on in, in the city is like really <laughs> Uh, but I was able to look over ev- everything, and the music's amazing. The cast is amazing. The director is oh, awesome. Yeah. I watched a bunch of interviews and media with Dude, him. We didn't even talk about a soundtrack, but yeah, so Dang. great. So yeah. Anyway, I'm a fan. Dude, that's all the time we have. I'm sorry, I have to go. Um, but yeah, now we can wait for the next movie. We're gonna watch the Avengers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>